This is Comfortably Uncomfortable, the podcast about getting out of your routine comfort zone and feeling a little uncomfortable so that you can have the life that you've always desired. Comfortably Uncomfortable with Stephanie Lee starts right now. Hello, this is Stephanie, and I am completely, utterly, totally, well, you guessed it, comfortably uncomfortable. And you know what? I hope you are too. And you know what else? I'm not coming over there to shake it out of you because it's just too darn hot. So I hope you can do it yourself. Listen, on this episode, I am so excited because it is something that I truly believe in. And I think that a lot of people have the same problems as I did trying to mm, conquer this situation, this particular thing that I'm going to talk about. And I still have problems with it to this day, but it's gotten so much better now that I found a solution that I can always use and use as a backup whenever I'm feeling a little sad or a little upset about it. What am I talking about? Anyone? (laughs) Well, I did an experiment this week. You may have noticed on my Instagram account or on my Facebook account. Well, there are a ton of pictures of me. Well, maybe not a ton, but there are plenty, about 10 or so, with me trying different filters and me trying different things. But there's also a couple of them that are just plain old me. And I wanted to share that with you and why I did that. I did that for you. I did that for me because I need reminding and I bet you do too. This episode is on self-image, on our self-image, on how we feel about ourselves. When we look in the mirror, what do we see? Are we proud? Mm, Probably not. Do we want to change something? Probably. And are we willing to look in the mirror and just say, this is me the way I am and the way I am supposed to be? Hey, that rhymed. (laughs) Listen, this is the way I'm supposed to be. That is it. That is the true, genuine self that everybody sees on the outside. It's not the same as your personality that we talked about or the intangible things and tangible things. Those are different than your self-image. Your self-image is something that you have to deal with by yourself, all alone. And even when you don't have anyone around to look at you, you have to look in the mirror and feel great. So that's what we're going to do. I'm going to talk about an exercise later on in the episode, but guess what? First, you know who has a story? Me, me, me. <laughs> I'm raising my hand right now. So let's get to it. And let's just start with a quote from one of my favorite authors. I've used it before. Not the same quote, but the book, Psycho-Cybernetics. Let me tell you about Maxwell Maltz first, because I don't think I really did the last time we were together and I talked about Maxwell Maltz. He was a cosmetic surgeon back in the 1950s, and he found a lot of psychology, a lot of people really dealing with stress and self-image issues, issues that could not be solved with cosmetic surgery. No matter how much cosmetic surgery some people got, they still had low self-esteem and a bad self-image. Why is that? Because a self-image is something that we need to work on from within. It's not something that we can get from without. I remember a couple of episodes ago, I talked about the cause and effect. Well, the outside is the effect. The inside is what we need to work on. The inside is what's causing 
the effect on the outside or the result on the outside. So knowing that, let's go to my quote by Maxwell Maltz, author of Psycho-Cybernetics. It's in the first chapter of his book, and it's a secondary title, Your Key to a Better Life. And this is the quote. The self-image is a premise, a base, or a foundation upon which your entire personality, your behavior, and even your circumstances are built. Because of this, our experience seem to verify and thereby strengthen our self-image and a vicious or a beneficial cycle, as the case may be, is set up. That's right. So now that we know that, let's look. Now, I have a story. Last week, there was a sidewalk sale around where I live. Now, around where I live is a fairly hmm, image-oriented place. People look a certain way. There are certain stores that people go to, and everybody's hip and hippity-hop on their fashion sense. Everybody is really noticeably fashionable, okay? And then there's me. (laughs) I'm just kidding. But there really is a sense of me that's not like that. So I looked around last week at the people, and I see certain things about people. I see people that are made up, that are having that self image greatness that we all aspire to. And I see how they are on a pedestal, how they look down at people that don't have their nails done, or don't have their hair right, or don't have the right makeup on. So what is that? What is that all about? They have a higher status in life than me, or so they think they do. And it's all due to my own self image. It really has nothing to do with them. It has to do with the way I feel. So self-image is a tricky thing because much like when you say someone has a sense of humor, it could be a good sense of humor or a bad sense of humor. It's depending on how you look at it. But the same goes for self-image. With self-image, really, there is a good self-image that you have or a bad self-image. The good self-image is the image that you're proud of having. And the bad self-image, well, that's the image that you want to hide and that you are not leaving the house and you certainly aren't looking in the mirror anytime soon. A matter of fact, you may not even have a mirror or you may not have a full-length mirror, as I know some people just won't get a full-length mirror because they don't like to see their own self-image reflected back. It's such a shame, but there is a cure that we'll discuss a little later. I keep saying that, but we will. We will, I promise. So let me start here with my little story, and it is a little story, and I know that I've touched upon certain things in this story that I have. As a matter of fact, it's really not much of a story, except that, as you know, in the fall of 2017, I moved here to a new city, to a new apartment, and to a new beginning, right? To a new pool that was outside. I bought a new bathing suit. I changed my hair color, and life was looking up for me. It really was. I felt so great having done all those things that I thought was going to change my self-image. However, as I've stated before or earlier in this episode, the self-image doesn't come from without, it comes from within. We have to change the thoughts that we have 
from within to see the results from outside, cause and effect. Well, I was determined that I would be social when I moved here. (laughs) Again, something that didn't happen because that is a cause and effect. We talk about that all the time. But guess what? It's a real thing and it's a true thing. And you and I have it. Both of us have it. All of us have it. So what was my internal struggle here? I moved here. It was going to be a great thing. And so it was in a lot of ways. I grew and I learned a lot from it. But guess what else? With this self-image not going the way I thought it would, I would put the suit on, but I'd feel the same way. You know, I'd go out to the pool, but I'd feel self-conscious. And I wouldn't swim in the pool, a beautiful saltwater pool that's heated. You know how big that is for me? I love swimming, but I wouldn't use it. I felt defeated and I felt just lost. And guess what else I lost? (laughs) I lost a lot of sleep because of it. I didn't get enough sleep. I stayed up late at night trying to figure out what was going on with me. What was wrong with me? Well, you know what? It was something that I had control over. And so do you. I know you know this. So guess what? I realized. I'll physically look this way forever until the day I'm not walking on earth. I'm physically going to look this way in some way. I'm going to look this way. It might be better or worse, but there's some things I am going to keep, right? There's some things that cannot be changed that I'm going to keep. And guess what? I better like them. I better like myself, even though I have certain things going on. So why not try it? It is so hard to do, but it's so worth it. So let's get started. So we discussed the internal stuff going on inside me and the troubles I had, even though I wanted to be a great person, a different person, and I thought I was doing that. Well, it just wasn't going the way I thought it should. I didn't want to go out after a while because it wasn't working for me. I didn't want to be social, even though there are people out there that were my age and were inviting me places and saying, hey, why don't you come over here and have a drink with us? We have a nice patio out back and that would have been a great thing. So I stayed inside like I usually do, like most introverts do. I hate to say it, but it's true. (laughs) But you know what? I did it and I blamed the heat and I blamed the cold, and I blamed everything else and everyone else except for me. And that is the first person that you need to change when you're working on your self-image. Listen, I'm not going to mince words here, but because of my meekness about this, I felt that people were talking down to me. Men and women were talking down to me. Well, not necessarily, but because of my self-image and the way I felt, I didn't feel great about how people talked to me. I didn't feel great about that. As a matter of fact, I felt pretty bad. But you have to remember that that is something that can be corrected. That is something that you can change from within. We've talked about this before, and I know it's an issue for you because it's an issue for everybody. You know, during this time, I tried being confident. I fell back in my old feelings and habits, the hardwired habits that you know, and I know you form as a child 
the paradigms, the habits that you have when you're young that you can't shake, that no matter how much you try, you really have to repeat and repeat and there has to be repetition and repetition and repetition until you change. It's just like anything. It's just like understanding math or understanding a new language, the repetition. So you are going to fall back on those low self-image issues if you don't handle them in the right way. And if you don't get a hold of them and become repetitious with the reminders. And so I really had a hard time with that. Then one day, something very unusual happened to me. And I want to share it with you because it's something that I use still to this day and something that you can use when you're feeling a little bit of a challenge with your self-image, as we all do. I can't say it enough, but we all have those images that we just don't like about ourselves, whether they be internal or external. It doesn't matter. We all have them. So let's talk about what happened to me one night. So one night, probably around eight o'clock or nine o'clock, I was listening to Psycho-Cybernetics. I then actually, after about a week of that, I switched over to Joseph Murphy's The Power of Your Subconscious Mind, which is great. And it also touches upon your self-image. It's a great thing. So let's just look at this and see what I did that was instrumental, monumental. And that is a great thing to see what happened to me. I noticed something that he said to do. And it's something that's so easy to do, yet so hard to follow through on. So I want you to at least put aside three weeks to three months of time doing this. 21 days is the mark that you start to see a change in your way of thinking. So I would love for you to try this for 21 days and see what I'm talking about. It does take repetition, like I mentioned before, but it's so worth it. What Joseph Murphy was talking about and the power of your subconscious mind is to really do affirmations, not affirmations as in sentences, but affirmations as in words. Say the words. Say something that's going to help you with your self-image. Beauty. Confidence. And go to sleep with those two words on your mind right before you go to sleep is the best time to do these affirmation, these affirmational words. In other words, they're not sentences. They're just words. They are words that make you feel good when you go to sleep. Confidence, beauty, or something that's meaningful for you to grasp onto as you drift off to sleep. Because as we know now in the self-development field and in the psychology field, that your mind is always working. And when you're asleep, it's your subconscious mind. And that's the part of the mind that everything comes into. Okay, you're closing off your conscious mind and you're letting everything come into your subconscious mind. So going to sleep with these words is a great deal, is a big deal. Use words that are going to build your confidence, 
You're beautiful. You're confident. You're beautiful. You're confident. Beautiful. Confident. Beautiful. Confident. I'm saying it over and over again because that's what you have to do. Beautiful. Confident. Beautiful. Confident. Whatever it is, go to sleep thinking about those words. If you can, say them out loud. If you can, whisper them. And if you cannot do that, just say them over and over again until you sleep. Now, this is the beauty of the thing. You're going to sleep so good. You're going to sleep wonderfully having these being the last words before you fall asleep. When you wake up, you may or may not remember those words, and you may or may not want to say them again. But when you wake up, go about your business and go about your day and notice over time, repetition over the days, 21 days is ideal, but you can continue it further. Of course, please don't stop after a week. Just keep on doing it. And before long, your subconscious mind, the mind that is letting everything in, will take hold and you will start believing what you are saying. It's just like a habit that you have right now. And this can be too. So now what I want you to do is look in the mirror every morning. Don't avoid it. That's how people see you. Let's just be real. That's how people see you. And that's how you should want to be seen. Get to know yourself and get to be proud of who you are. And don't forget that over time, this does work. It works for me and it works for a million other people that have the affirmational words that they use right before they go to sleep. It's the most important time of the evening of the day. So let's not forget that. 21 days, it's not that long, at least 21 days. You can continue it forever and you can feel great every day of your life. That is so cool. Listen, guess what? Do you know where we're going right now? Well, if you listen to Comfortably Uncomfortable enough, you know where we're going right now. We're going down to business. How can you get in touch with me? How can you let me know if you are doing these daily affirmational words? I'd love to hear how they're working for you. Well, I have two email addresses and they are getting cu at gmail.com and stephanie at comfortably uncomfortable dot fm. Guess what else? That comfortably uncomfortable dot fm website is where you can get to my long form podcasts, just like this one, and my short daily podcasts and my blog posts. And you can go to my social media sites from that website as well. It's great to share all this with you and I am learning as well. And I hope that you are getting the most out of this podcast. I really do. And I'd love to hear from you. I really would love to hear if you have any suggestions or comments or anything. And guess what else? There's a little something I want to tell you. When you are on Apple Podcasts and you see the subscribe button, push it, subscribe, and you'll get notifications of when I have a new episode out. And guess what? Those subscription buttons on any of the podcasts don't cost you a thing. They just help me in realizing how many 
of you are listening and how many of you are interested. So push that subscribe button. It's free and it's so great that you can find out about all your podcasts and when they come out. Okay, until next week. Bye-bye.